Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Hey, my name is James Petrogallo. I'm Jimmy Wisman. Please join us every single Tuesday for Crime in Sports. So fun. You like sports? You don't have to. Let's just set up a context and find out what an idiot did wrong. What I do like you say? It. I'm in. We're going to do that each and every week. We take an athlete, we break him down, we make fun of everything he's ever done. Yeah. But in order to do that, we have to build up and tell you all about their career and get you to what, James? To grace. That's and then right. watch them fall from grace, Who as they inevitably like do. Join us. Big criminals, small yeah. criminals, sports you've never heard of. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's the crime. It's the comedy. It's such a good time. Join us it. every Tuesday for Crime in Sports. You can join us every Tuesday at PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, or subscribe on all Apple products. Find us every Tuesday and laugh at people. Get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for doing what you do. We love you over here at CarCast. We love talking to all our car people. And we do all our events. And we see everybody over there. And they're like, hey, listen to the show. Good. Share it with a friend. We're car people. We got a lot coming up, right, uh, yeah. Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea? Yeah, we do. Always toward the end of the year, there's all kinds of good stuff going on. There's all kinds of events and shows and SEMA. And then we didn't even touch on any type of, like, L.A. auto show planning or any of that stuff yet. But there's always a lot going on at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, so couple couple things in terms of where we're going to be. We'll be at the Optima Batteries booth on Tuesday, October 31st at 3.30. At SEMA show. That, that'll be at SEMA. Yeah. Come we see are uh, hopefully going to be at Coda doing a real Trans Am race um, uh, the following weekend around the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, whatever it is, of uh, the following week. The beginning of November, we'll be down at, uh, at Coda – Doing a doing a real race, theoretically, so you can come say we're hi. We're very close. We haven't signed anything yet, but we're very close. <clears throat> very close to that. I'll be driving the same Corvette, God willing, so you can come say hi. A lot more turns, so we're going to have to figure that track out a also, little bit. Also, that weekend's a big vintage race, so it's it's cool to come out and like see everything oh, yeah. that's going on, right? Everything's going on, right. Um, I just got to blow in a call to our... Uh, Good friend uh, Bodie Stroud over there, who has uh, a car that w- that's not a car that we never really talk about, which is a Hino truck. Yeah, um, the Hino is a transport. The Hino is the first Hino brought to the United States. Yeah, I believe like, it's... you got to kind of describe what it looks like, right? It's kind okay. of like I, I. I mean, it looks like a big cube truck. Yeah, kind of like a U-Haul, but. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a U-Haul, but with the flat front cab. Yeah. And I think it's right-hand drive. And the the legend has it, and I don't know everything about this truck, but <clears throat> Hino, 
I don't know. Is Hino one of the biggest truck manufacturers in the world? Or? It, so I think they're owned by another company now, which is weird because I think Hino had an association. We can look this up, but I think Hino had an association with like Nissan back in the day, but now they may be owned by like Toyota. Right. Right. Oh, which, yeah. which, which makes so it weird. of Toyota. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, which makes it weird because you're, you're talking about an old Hino and putting like a Datsun Roadster in it, but now the Hino is owned by Toyota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. And this stuff is not that funny. So the Hino was brought here, uh, allegedly, the first Hino truck brought to the United States. Uh, I think it probably had a little, you know, a diesel four-banger or something in it, as the Japanese trucks and okay. vehicles would have. Um, Max Belchowski, the legendary Max Belchowski, was like a big engine swap king. Like, you'd bring your car to him, and he'd shoehorn a big Cadillac yeah. V8 into it or something. But wacky. He was kind <clears> of <throat> like a like a George Barris, in a sense, right? I, like, I, kind I, of that I, era I think of, Max Belchowski uh, built all the old yellers, too. So he built s- scratch race cars. I think part of his deal was, like, I think a celebrity would get, like, an MG you know 60s or 50s era sports car and they bring it over to his shop and he'd put a v8 yeah in it it was that max's thing he was a pretty legendary but i remember him being like a v8 swap guy like that yeah. kind of thing yeah that was that was his thing so he wasn't building monster miatas in the day though <laughs> no he put a v8 like a big cadillac big block yeah into this hino is it cadillac or oldsmobile i think it's cadillac okay and because the 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 uh, old Yeller, I think, has a Cadillac engine, or then maybe a Pontiac or something after that. But anyway, he, it wasn't a it wasn't small block Chevys, right? I, he picked weird engines and put them in different things, and so we put okay. this big Caddy engine in the car, and then the car or the truck, the Hino truck, which yeah, looks like a uh, U-Haul cube truck. Yeah, but old school flat <clears throat> nose. Yeah, you know it's. A- yeah. This cube truck that you can put a car in. Is it right-hand drive, too? Yes. Which, actually, I didn't even remember that. It was not right-hand drive. But now that you mention it, that was a that's a cool thing. I said it two and a half times in the last Oh, my bad. I was, I was probably reading four minutes. It was, that's fine. It was reading, it was reading notes. Look, you can multitask. So here's the deal. Uh, then the car, the truck, yeah. was used to transport the BRE. We're looking at an old picture of it right now. Was used to trans. It had orange stripes in the front. I I can't tell if they're orange or more red. It's an old picture. Oh, we red. saw this before, mm-hmm. um, but it has like two like like Shelby stripes, like racing stripes yeah. in the front. Which I don't. Obviously, the truck didn't come that way. Somebody added that. It, it, you know, it was used team used something. to transport the BRE race car. You can find other pictures, maybe Max Pata, the Roadster around. From race to race, the Roadster's a fairly small car, and it would literally just drive it up ramps into the back of the big cube, and and you would go. Yeah, and that's like some Night Rider stuff, right? There. I have, <laughs> yeah, you have to do it while you're moving. While you're moving, you got to do it on the freeway. <laughs> I have the Roadster. I've driven the Roadster. I I drove it at Laguna Seca. That's the one I got the uh, Rolex Cup with. Actually, yeah. a really nice, cool piece. Roadster, Dotson Roadster. I have Coronado. the Roadster. I bought the truck. The truck sat over at Les's shop for years, and eventually I just got the thing over 
to our good friend over at Bodie's shop. Yeah, just literally had to drag it out of the mud. So I said to <laughs> Flat Bodie, uh, let's just do it up and let's make like, you know, put a put a crate LS whatever. Yeah, it's got, like, a, yeah, it's got like an in LS3 it. in it, which is great. And... And let's like just just do it like like new you know do the brakes do the, the suspension like just let's make it and but I said let's get some air conditioning going and let's like get like a sound system going and let's make it into a little bit of a party bus you know like let's make it into something cool because the inside of the unit is just like a big room just a big yeah. square room it's it's it's. Fairly. Oh, we're looking at pictures of it now. It's good to see these old pictures with the BRE and all the stuff along yeah. the side of it. There's a picture of the 46 John Morton uh, 510 that's in front of the of the BRE uh, Hino, which looks to me like a white cab with probably two red stripes on it and then aluminum or silver in, in, as far as the bed goes, as far as the actual cube goes, and then it looks like the back door is white, probably with BRE. We'll probably have to try to figure this one out. But it, it's a picture of all the gang standing in front. So we thought, okay, r- race transporters are starting to become their own category. Yeah, they're. Oh, we saw we saw some pretty big. Dollars go for uh, you know for the snake and mongoose transporters at Bear Jackson a few years ago. Yeah, was, as usual, urine push rod, iron block, iron head. But those were famous transporters. Blockhead <laughs> world. I'm in Euro sleek world, thinking like the Mercedes one. Yeah, that they had the the Lionel's one. They, got one. <laughs> yeah, he has a reproduction. Yeah, with the teeth in the front. He put the the Mercedes <laughs> one that the Mercedes Transport was like bespoke. You yeah. know, it wasn't like a Hino that they put a sticker on. It was like they built that thing to d- pull the gold gold wings around. Yeah, those things are pieces of art and in into the millions of dollars. The yeah. Ferrari ones, like the Mercedes Aston Martin, for like the European fifties and sixties transports from uh, from back in the day. Those things. Got to be really expensive now. And so it's kind of a thing where if you have the car from back in the day, it's kind of cool to have the truck that took yeah. it around the country and uh, and made you the money. Uh, we're looking at another picture of it. And the thing that's cool about the uh, Hino is it's got this big cab. And then it is uh, – you can go to uh, carcastshow.com to see these pictures. It's got – this cool cab in the front and this big box in the back. And now I feel like the cab doesn't have a back. I feel like it's open from the cab. That's what I was going to ask. Did we, did we make some sort of port that goes in between or how did that work? We got to look, we got to look at it. I feel like you can, I feel like it's open, but I'm not, I'm, we'll, we'll work it out. Like with two doors or like a tube? Cause I think of those tubes like an ET where they're, <laughs> we got all the guys in this like the hazmat suits were trying to get to et we got we got to work it out but the point is is bodie's putting a modern motor in it modern cooling and yeah. air conditioning and everything transmission else and, yeah radiator yeah. and everything else 400 transmission everything else i want to put a killer sound system in it yeah and i want to make it into like kind of the the party hang mobile like if we go to laguna seca put the car in there Get the dudes, drive it up there, and then when we get there and unload, open that they have one 
the doors open in the back. Yeah. They just flop, you know, they hinge open, but there's one big side door that opens too, and you could open that. Yeah, maybe we can get some sort of awning for the side to get, put Yeah, get an awning, get in. the sound system going, yeah, get the can, cooler and everything. Yeah, have a couple of cocktails. Yeah, have a nice, uh, have a nice party. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, but no margaritas before four. No, no five. No, five. Or five. That's five. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Poor uh, Vic. Vic Edelbrock. Rest in peace, Rest buddy. Rest in peace, man. I hope he buried him with his blunder. He had That'd a good fantastic. he had a good run though, didn't he? <laughs> he did. All right. So uh Max Pata, who did a gay party bus when he was nineteen, where he took like twenty three dudes all around the country in a school bus. Yeah. Oh, it was it was a wild time. They all slept in a sixty nine position. <laughs> save, it's the best way to save room and get the most yeah. surface area on the floor. <laughs> but you got a soft spot in your heart for the party wagon, right? Oh my god! It, yeah, absolutely. I think about that trip every day. Like, it's, it's gonna bring back it'd loving be fun memories. Getting in that Hino and going up the Laguna Seca and parking that thing at the race. Right? Yeah, I'm no longer driving in any Rolls Royce that Matt brings. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> right? riding the Hino. Jesus, up. sitting in the back, sitting in. The, I would sit in the seat of the race car and drink a beer while we're, <laughs> while going, we're, we're the going down there. <laughs> That's what I would do. But but. Definitely put the harness on. You know oh, what I mean? Course. Play it safe. Yeah. Buckle up. So, uh, yeah, I, I have a soft spot in my heart, too, because I used to be half owner of a 64 Cadillac limo, and we would just pile people into that thing and take it to, like, Palm Springs and San Francisco and uh, Santa Barbara. And it was like, there's something – I there's nothing better than a road trip if, yeah. like, you're a dude and – Hopping in the car with some beers and get in, and having a little room to spread out. Yeah, got to get a couple of tunes. Good times. All right, so uh, we be need. Cool. What's, the, <clears throat> what's the ETA on that before as the, we wrap that the up? Things, the thing's pretty close to done. The question is, I'll tell you what the question is, and then you tell me how we do this, yeah. okay? First, I'll tell you about uh, Fresh and Lean. Oh, man, you want to perform your best physically? And mentally, how about uh, we give our bodies the proper fuel, fresh and lean? It's healthy meal delivery service established in 2010, making meals to order from scratch with organic ingredients. The meals James over at the other shop, not Builder James, not not James who builds, but James who works on these docks with us. He has been using this since before they were sponsors. And I used to say to him, like, how's that work? And they send it to you and you pop it in the microwave. He'd bring it into work. And the stuff was good. I'd say, is it good? He said, yeah, it's really good. It's healthy. They're uh, vacuum-sealed trays delivered in refrigerated boxes anywhere in the U.S. No prep, no shopping, no cooking, no cleaning up. Except for me because then James throws the yeah. tray into the trash and then I have to clean the trash. Well, of you course. Know I mean? But – not for you. Takes <laughs> meals uh, anywhere in a uh, freezable uh, lunch bag, so you can do that. And you can get 15% off the meal plans. Check it out. Freshandlean.com slash CarCast. Use a promo code CarCast. Get 15%. Like I said, I've been seeing these things and smelling these things for months in my other shop. I like the idea because I'm like, I'm good for like a good steak dinner. But other than that, I don't want to think about it. Well, Like food which is there, I'm in. They go to fresh. <laughs> And lean, that's just an N, freshandlean.com, slash CarCast, and use that promo code CarCast, get 15% off your meal plan. All right, uh, so Bodie wants to know what color do we paint the side of the thing? The cab's already white, and looking from the pictures, it looks silver now, right? It looked like it was just aluminum, just whatever right. the, right. you know, but... 
I don't know. Just S- strip it and clear it. Or just shoot clear. it all white. Shoot it all white. We can put graphics on it if we want to. We can put some stickers on it. Yeah, but I don't know. Don't we want to have an eye toward history here? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's something about like having it really crazy awesome on the inside, and you know, just being. Just all white. Subdued on Need the to say end. not for hire on the door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's nothing at the track that even looks remotely close to this. I think so you're just leaving money wild. on the table if you write not for hire on the door. Uh, we're gonna do that. <laughs> and all right, so I it's it's silver. It looks like it's aluminum in the picture. Well, I, how, I mean, what condition is the aluminum? Does it look good? I mean, if he just left it all raw. And- see if you can find other pictures as well, and we'll see if, uh, how it is. Yeah. Aluminum. I I think if you do aluminum. It's oh, tough anyway, to we'll find the pictures other, that are... The other thing is, is he wants to know what kind of air conditioning do we want? Do we want like an RV style? Oh, so the the cab has normal air in it because well, he added we, just we, like... We and would, then we want something in the back, like we a would separate... Put cab, we would put normal air in cab. Right. The question is, is do you want to run air while you're just sitting at the track and... And then you'd have to put a unit, like, on the roof, I yeah. guess, do right? Do we bring a generator? Do we do... Well, that's what I'm saying. Then yeah. how do you fire that whole thing up? Yeah, I would say... But the generator can just, like, pull out and put on the other side of the truck. Like, if you're... If, you know, if the door is open on one side, the generator's on the other side. Like, everybody does at the track. Yeah. That has, like, a like a trailer that they tell. It got painted white at some point, but it must have been silver for a long time. The pictures are weird because the bottom looks like a pontoon boat with a tire... Mm-hmm. And it seems like really tucked in. Yeah, <laughs> the tire. Like it was supposed to be like like a dually axle, but right. part of it's missing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funky, but it's kind of cool. And it, you know, it's it's so ugly, it's funky, and then that makes it cool. Um, and then the other. So I would probably say let's just put the air in the cab for now. We can put the RV style thing on at some later date if we want. Would you? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Just do it now. <laughs> well, <laughs> just have them do it. <laughs> yeah, but what do you? I'm trying to think. It's a. I don't, you want the unit on the roof? It's on the roof. It's, there's probably some low profile versions for for you know, like you said for RVs or for trailers, right? That are. And then how do you plumb it? Because there is no the, hollow anything. No, just on the roof. There's probably just the unit, and then it just blows through the unit. Like if you had like no, a, I know, I know, no. I'm not insane. I understand that. What I'm saying is you got to run wires and you, you run like rigid, like you got to run conduit on the bottom side up just against the roof yeah, and then I, come I, down the side and get to where? Like come out, come out, stub out so you can plug into a generator somewhere. Or a bulkhead fitting of some sort, like a bulkhead fitting toward the side or the back of the trailer. And then mm-hmm. we plug in a cable and a generator. Yeah. Like the, you know, the generator yeah. just sits... Whatever All right. in the truck, and we'll figure it out. out. All right, uh, questions. So uh, let's see the uh, the nine thirty five is on its way to New York. Yeah, this is kind of cool though. I like this idea. So you know, we've been talking a, a bit about the Paul Newman watch that is going up for auction. Phillips is the auction house. It's going to be in New York at their office slash gallery. And what did we say? It was like fifty seventh and. It's in Manhattan, and yeah. I can't remember where he said it was. Uh, but uh, the Phillips Watches website, I think, has the address for it. So what they're going to do is they're going to display the Paul Newman 935 
along with the watch at the auction, but ahead of time, starting, I believe, on the 18th of this month, you can go to the Phillips gallery mm-hmm. and you could see the car and I guess the other pieces, maybe the watches and stuff. And uh, we've been working with them on getting the car displayed there, but these guys do collectibles, right? So they don't, they've never done a car. So always watches and things like that. So they had to like build stuff <laughs> that like reconfigure their gallery or build stuff to get a car in there. So there's, there's some construction involved and whatnot. So because of that investment, uh, we agreed to, have the car on display starting the 18th, and the auction is on the 26th of October. But I think you can go and check it out. You yeah. know? But by the way, like, if you're on the East Coast or you're in New York or whatever and you want to see the car, because we very rarely, pretty much never, get out there for a race. It's right. just a lot of work. It's a yeah. lot of traveling. Right. But this is a chance to go see the car. Uh, and if you go, by the way, we'd love to see your photos. If you can get photos of the car or the watch and the car together – Tweet us some photos. Send us some photos through, uh, through the website. That would be fantastic. It's 450 Park Avenue, New York. Yeah. All right. So uh, uptown, man. Check that out. Uh, by, also, yeah. Buy the watch. Yeah, buy the watch. Yeah, could be, you know. You could get it for as little as, I don't know. What do you think the low-end estimate is on that watch? Five. Five million dollars. But it's got a wristband, too. It's not just a watch. It, apparently, it works flawlessly. And it works as well. And that was uh, Newman's watch. His wife got him. Uh, he wore it from, like, 68 to, like, 84 or something, something like that, 82. Yeah. Uh, the uh, other things uh, we're getting into is um, taking apart uh, my uh, 300ZX94 uh, car, tube frame you know, car I don't fit into and trying to figure out if um, which car it is and where, what it did. And there's this uh, horrific accident where Johnny O'Connell hit Steve Millen. And they were teammates. They're teammates. They're the, basically the same cars. They're in the same cars and they destroyed both cars. And uh, we're thinking that uh, one of the cars... Maybe my car, because I think when Steve Millen saw it, he was like, oh, that's the car. It broke my neck in it. Yes. Atlanta or wherever they were. But he was he was here, though, and he said, oh, I think that's that could be chassis number seven. And then last night, I watched a video of him in Monterey from like two years ago when he had his mm-hmm. turbo version of the car there. And it was like a piece that was produced with like interviewing him and then showing him footage. And whoever narrated said – that the turbo car he's driving was chassis seven. Yeah, the, his so, is chassis seven, and this is, I think, chassis eight. Yeah, and, and I was unclear if there were seven or eight total, but I knew the one you had was the last or second to the last. That was a Clayton Cunningham built super red, white, and blue Z cars that just did everything. His car won at Le Mans. I think it, I mean, it's class. It won at 24 Hours of Daytona, it won at Sebring. I think my car won at Sebring. The next year and a couple other races, but uh, then I guess the, this crash happened. We have to we have to figure it out. But it's it's um, it's it's you know whenever you try to drive on a racetrack like in reverse or something, it's always yeah. a bad always leads to bad things. And then also some some of these bad crashes, it's all just weird timing. You know, it's like somebody needed to get those yellow flags out fast. Yeah, there's an accident. 
cars crashed and then they were hit by speeding cars. That's that's the problem. Yeah, I, we're we're trying <clears throat> to figure out the story on this car that you have. And first of all, Millen's car is the turbo version. Yours is the naturally aspirated version. I have the only one that has the Infinity 4.5 V8 fuel-injected car yeah. in it. All the other ones were It's V6s. got individual throttle bodies with, with yeah. velocity stacks. They're it's all, badass looking. They're it's all cool. V6s that had uh, turbo. So the question is, is, is that how my car started? And then for 94, they swapped to the that engine. Right. I think they did. There's a Now, there's a funny, there's a bet going on at the other shop. Yeah. Which is, <clears throat> we're trying to figure out which car, what happened. Was this one damaged? Between Tom and Sean. Tom yeah. and Sean over at the other shop. And there's a roll tube. There's a, sorry. On your roll cage, there's the, like, pillar, the windshield pillar. The, the A pillars. The A pillar on the, on the roll cage. And they just come up, and they go up, and then they go above your head, and then that becomes the They the connect to part. a halo and, and finish the cage. They connect so. to a halo, and they finish the cage. Now, about six inches on the way up, there's a clear splice and weld where the... Where they ran, where the, where there's in my mind, there's a repair. Um, Tom's theory is when they were building the car, they ran out of tubing. They ran out of like chroma, chromoly tubing. It's like inch and a half, inch and a quarter wide chromoly tubing. His theory is they must have ran out of tubing when they were building the tube frame car. And so they scabbed on another six right. inches. Something intentional is his point, right? Like this is yeah. done. My thought and Sean's thought is nobody builds a car at this level, runs out of chromoly tubing yeah. and goes, hey, boss, I might just take a scrap and I'll just tack it on. I'll weld it on yeah. to the end. First things first. You <laughs> Somebody spend- walked over and go, how come the cage isn't done? Well, ah, we ran out of. Ran out of metal. Ran out of but we're making too. more. Yeah, we, we got some ordered. We'll just finish that up. <laughs> All right. This is the driver's side A-pillar. Yeah. There's no way. Here's the deal. When you're doing a cage like this, <clears throat> when you're doing a cage like this, and I haven't done one, but I'm still going to tell you how, how it's done. Yeah, okay. I'll you, tell you if you're right. You cut all your pieces. You bend all your pieces. You get everything sort of dry done, especially when this is the last car. Yeah. It's not your first car. You've done a whole bunch of these. This is number eight. You got everything all cut and all bent and all and and all coved out and everything, and then you start assembling the yeah. thing. You don't start putting the thing together and go, oh, we're out of tubing. Like, we can't finish. Like, we're building a deck, but we're out of wood. Right. You have everything prefabbed, I, I would say. Yeah. And so... If you see a splice and a weld in the middle of a A pillar roll bar, that means damn that they means they fixed something. Something was broken, something got into an accident, and then they cut it, and they fixed it. Unless there's some fitment thing where like well, you right. can't, so that's get, what the, I was you add, can't was... get the roof down, you can't get the thing on without you have to do it in two parts or yeah. something like that. I mean, th- that's the only other thing I can think of would be there was something that it needed to be sort of a two-part deal. And at the time, they weld it. A lot of cages now, there's weird sort of connectors that are very robust and thick and, and kind of connect together. But you together. can remove something to get the transmission yeah. out yeah. or whatever it is. 
Right. Something like that. Right. I don't think so because there's nothing else okay, around Okay, so you're the going car. with Sean that it's a repair. Something was damaged and they fixed it. Yes. And Tom's saying this is the way they did it. For one reason or another, Sean is – Tom's not necessarily saying this is intentional or they ran out of. He's just saying this was part of the original build, right? That's his – Tom is Tom saying – saying that. And, no, he's saying they ran out of material and they extended – Well, he's trying to create a backstory to make it fun. He's trying to create a backstory. But, but he's saying they, they he's needed – saying not They accident. came up eight inches short in the tubing department, so they just took another scrap right. and put it on. Okay, these guys are going to fight over the details, but we need to sort of take the details out, right? It's either wrecked and repaired or not wrecked. Yeah, so what we're going to do, uh, we want to get the listeners involved. So uh, follow us on Facebook at CarCast. We're going to post all the photos. We'll do a poll. We want to hear your thoughts. We'll read uh, some of the best arguments to help settle this hash between uh, these yeah. two guys. And then how do we get the real answer? <laughs> they got they got a thousand bucks on they the line. Yeah, this is a big time bet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna Let's talk. take this seriously. Tom was running around yesterday. He's like, you want a steak dinner, Matt? We're going to steak. We're getting lobster. Sean's paying for it because I'm as good as one on this one. <laughs> this, yeah, this is Tom's idea to put it out there. He told me. He's like, yeah. I, I'm, he's so confident. He's this so is confident on this one i am uh wondering where the grind mark where's the grind mark i don't want to chime in yet on what i think it is but uh but how do we get the answer do we reach out to i reached out to millen okay and maybe clayton cunningham uh i called i don't have his email i called him i didn't get an answer um i gotta write a second email to millen because i did my my favorite thing is which is i wrote the email to steve millen which is where are the serial numbers on these cars? And is my car the one you were in when you got into the horrible yeah. wreck? He wrote back, new phone, who dis? Who is that? He wrote back, the cars don't have serial numbers on them. Okay. And now, whenever you think to yourself, like, first off, I believe him, but if you want to know... If a story's true or not, here's what he then said. Cars don't have a serial number on them. I had to bring my car to Japan in 2001. They wouldn't let it into the country without a serial number, so we had to make a plate and put it on the car. That's how you know there are no serial numbers on the car. When Rob says there's no serial numbers on the car, that doesn't mean anything. And if Ray says there's no serial numbers on the car, that means (laughs) there are serial numbers on the car. But if Steve Millen says there aren't and we had to make a plate to get it into Japan, that means no serial numbers. That's it. You believe them. It's done. So there is no serial numbers. Okay. So when I wrote him this email that said serial numbers and where and was this the car you're in with the bad wreck, he wrote back. No serial numbers. Okay. <laughs> this is how my life works, yeah. which is I go, where do you want to eat and what time? And they go, Sizzler, Van Nuys. <laughs> yes. And then I write back again, and what time? Uh, yeah. Oh, and my I, God. But you never thought this would happen. All the time drives You me never nuts. thought this would happen with short emails because there's like they're asked, you know, there's like two questions and that's all. I'm just, I All the time, I, right? What I do is, is I don't write two questions in paragraph form. I say, I have two questions, and then I bullet point them one and two. I always bullet point them or, or make them number one and number two. The numbers help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how I'm going to have to do it from this point <laughs> on. Every time oh. I do it that way. Every so now, time. tell Matt Fondelier, we might get an answer before the show's over. Go tell Matt Fondelier. Check your email. <laughs> well, what should we write him? What, what that accident was from... 
93. 93. Uh, what accent? You got to find out where that accent was from. I, th- I thought it was Road Atlanta. We'll figure it out. First, I'll tell you about uh, Bluehost, top-rated website provider powering 2 million-plus websites. Best tool to build, host, and manage your personal or small business website. Freedom to design your site your way. Fully customizable templates and uh, third-party app support. You know what that is, right, Matt? You yep. used to do this for a living. Yeah. Simple enough for beginners, powerful enough for advanced users. True reliability, 99.9 uptime guaranteed, and auto-updates, maximum security malware monitoring and protection, and automatic secure WordPress installs, plus 24-7 tech support. You want to save 50% when you sign up at Bluehost.com? I'll tell you how right now. Go to uh, Bluehost.com forward slash carcast. Save 50% off when you sign up at bluehost.com forward slash carcast. All right. So uh, that wreck, where do you think it was? Uh, Watkins Glen, 1993. Okay. So the the video, by the way, we should post it up or link to it on carcastshow.com. Sure. Looks devastating. <laughs> and then yeah. people are flying out of the way. Like other yeah, cars are coming this. in. The guys are like jumping over a wall. The other drivers, it was, you know, it was multiple cars. Yeah, this is a big one. Yeah. Yeah. All I can think of is I was looking at it and I wasn't seeing any flag stations in the couple hundred feet yeah. leading up to it. And somebody needed to be waving a yellow flag very vigorously. Yeah. Um, so said it but, felt like the end of a bullwhip. Yeah, I'm telling you, when Steve Millen was here, though, he walked around the shop and he looked and he said, "That might have been the car I broke my neck in." <laughs> yeah, now he wasn't jo- proud of it. Johnny O'Connell, we're on the panel with yes. at Amelia Island, and he's a real nice guy. And I thought, why not get hold of Johnny O'Connell? Yeah, and or John him? Morton, or John Morton, because there was a I those forgot the about three that. drivers. Johnny, I feel like John. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like. John is older and has driven so many cars that he's kind of like, oh, what, what Johnny O'Connor's still driving. He's still right. out there. We're going to get hold of Johnny O'Connor. <laughs> Let him uh, tell Matt to go hit up, uh, or did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go hit him and uh, ask him if it's the car he was hit in, in um, at, at uh, Watkins Glen in 1993. And then uh, say, did they rebuild the car and then put a V8 in it the next yeah. the next year? All right, you All go right. check on that. I'm going to tell you about Geico. Ah. Everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off the cleaning. You pick up some milk. Now add saving hundreds of dollars on your car insurance to your list, and you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. We need it on the Hino. Oh, yeah. Right? Extra and, money in your pocket. The, you got to get it on the Hino and in the Hino. In the Hino. The Hino will have a car in it. If you're sitting in the car, yeah. in the race car, while the Hino's moving. Uh, so go to Geico.com, earn extra money in your pocket. It's the most rewarding to-do list you can do today. All right. Let's see. We got some questions. Um, we sold the Bluebird. Yes. For fifty grand, five hundred and ten dollars to five ten part is the That's inside the, joke. The, Although everyone the, calls that car five ten. I don't know it's why. A, it's not a five ten. <laughs> it's, it's a bluebird. Bird. It's right hand drive. Yeah. It's a really well built piece. I think it was well bought and well sold. I I I, I think first off, that car 
you can't make it for that much. No, you and know, the like, build and it's on so that, well built. The build on that car is so good. I just wasn't driving it, and we're also <clears throat> at a point where we're making room for the Hino and lots of other stuff, and we're just thinning out the herd yeah. a little bit. And that car, even though it's a great piece, is not part doesn't fit my collection per yeah. se and i wasn't driving it so well, uh, you, there no, you have it talk about thinning out the herd we can talk about another car that we're going to be putting up uh, possibly two cars and i think it's time the 2001 bmw m3 the supercharged car it you specially ordered it in your love line days lightweight no moonroof very cool car it's got the big brakes on it i think we're going to put that up We'll sale. put that up. Yeah, that yeah. car has three things that are kind of cool. Uh, I ordered it with a six-speed, although it wasn't exotic back then, paddles or six-speed, but I, yeah. I ended up with a six-speed. I got cloth inserts on the seats. I yeah. don't know what percentage of those cars have a cloth insert and a moonroof delete. Every one of those cars came with a moonroof. Yeah. And the moonroof is weird-looking, and it's weight. And it's yeah. weight right where you don't want it. And super high up at the top of the car. Yeah. And it doesn't say race car to me to have a moonroof. I, I, it doesn't say sporting car to have a right. moonroof. I don't. Uh, sunroof is all right, but you can't really see the sunroof when it's closed. Moonroof just letting everyone know you're not really that much into performance. Right, right, right. And I didn't ever got it. And I remember like going down to the dealer and they're like, yeah, everyone, everyone gets the moon. I, I like the, the sales pitch of this is what everyone's doing. It's never yeah. great for me because like my whole plan is not, I'd like to do something different than what everyone else right. is doing. I, I mean, you're right. Everyone has the moonroof and leather seats, right? I, I look, I don't know how to find it out. I know you wanted manual seats. And I'm like, we don't even do that. You wanted, like, I, no, non- I didn't even ask that. But <laughs> I don't know if there's another one of those. It's an E46 BMW. Yeah. I don't know if there's another one that has a moonroof delete and cloth insert seats. Yeah. I'll be very curious. I don't even know why in 2001 I wanted cloth insert seats, but I just thought this would be different. Hey, it would be cool. You know, it would be grippy. It's cooler. You know, and it's, it's nice because cool you don't fast. want you don't want cloth on the bolster parts on on the edges because that starts to come undone. Yeah, but the cloth in the middle is fine. It's it it's cool. It's fast, and when we post some pictures and when we figure out when or where we're going to sell it, we'll let you know. But um, it's dark blue. It's not black. Yeah, it might it'll look black at night. It might look black sometimes in pictures. Yeah. but it's a midnight. But in the blue. sun, you really see it. And it's it's a midnight blue, and it looks fantastic. Yeah, it's a it's a cool it's a cool piece. It's fast. All right, so uh, let's see. We got questions here. Uh, Matt sent off that uh, email to uh, Millen. It's been sent, and uh, then uh, we got uh, emails, questions, calls. What do we got, Max Pata? Oh, we, we have some emails here, and if you want to write into the show, go to carcashow dot com. Click the contact page and uh, write us whatever you want. We'll read it on air. So uh, this comes from Brandon. And he is uh, looking again to ride shares, ride sharing like Uber, Lyft. So he goes, hi, Adam and Matt. I drive a battery service truck for AAA. It's an adequate job, but certainly no career. And I, ha- and I have to scratch just to stay afloat financially. My plan is to make things better for myself and uh, save up about 5 k to purchase a ride shareable vehicle. 
I'll, I'm looking for either a Honda Odyssey or Toyota Sienna, a 2004 and newer, because minivans qualify for the larger group fares and the abundant interior space will also help me get back to freelance steel gate fabrication and repair. Steel gate fabrication and repair. Yeah. I like this dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't mind a lot. I don't mind a lot of driving and truly like welding. Between the two, I believe I will be able to stay busy while making more money and having more fun for it. Tell him I'll sell him the Hino for 4900 <laughs> and he can fit like 30, 40 people into that Hino, yeah. man. He'd just pull that Hino up like and just throw 80 people into it and go to the airport <laughs> and make like $17,000. They all got to be picked up in one spot, though. Yeah, one spot. <laughs> and pack them into that yeah. Hino. Take them down to the airport. Just stand there. We'll put – well, yeah. you know what we'll do? We'll take some garden hose and put some like hand grabs on there. We'll take garden hose yeah. and we'll like loop it and I'll tech screw it to the side and I'll make some like hand grabs so people can hang on. That's perfect. Hey Adam, when we when we had the school bus, we were taking kids to prom. We were <laughs> yeah, we were we were we were making just money got creepier. off that thing. It got so much creepier. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if you were taking old ladies to church, I'd say, Oh, that's sweet of you, but you were taking kids to prom. Oh, that yeah, made we were, it weird. We were the prom we were prom service. <laughs> Well, that's right. a good well, idea. So, where, I, where's this guy located? Because we might need a fence at some point. Oh, he didn't. He <laughs> actually didn't write that. No, down. I didn't write. It might yeah. need a new gate. <laughs> okay, this guy, I uh, the Honda Odyssey. That's the weird minivan with the weird rubber on. The, oh no, that's the no, Odyssey. No, no. It's the other one. Okay, yeah. yeah, Honda Odyssey versus Toyota. They're both. They're both similar. It's not, he's not wondering that. He, he's he. Um, his problem relies uh, lies here. I've been on track to do this within the next few months. The problem is my current car just broke down, and repairs could zero out my current savings of approximately fifteen hundred bucks. In another two weeks, I'll be floating around twenty four hundred, and maybe could borrow five hundred, eight hundred from a friend. So he's he was on track to getting that Odyssey, but so do I wait to take the setback and fix my car now, or go for broke and just buy something that's more in my price range now? I, yeah, I, I have learned from experience. I just saw Dr. Bruce over here. He bought himself a uh, M5. Yeah. And uh, like. A couple generations ago? Yeah, two. the one, two, like back in 99, 2000, back when it was like the most. First off, it had 400 horsepower. Yeah, which like is 400 insane. horsepower V8 and naturally a, a stick shift. And it was the king of all super sedans back yeah. in 1999, 2000. He bought one with over 100,000 miles on it. I was like, how much? Like eight grand. I was like, my thing is like, spend 20 grand and get one with under 50,000 yeah. miles or whatever it is. But get it, spend a little more. Dr. Bruce is going to call in next week. He's going to ask and, questions and, about and some get, yeah, intake manifold leaks and head gaskets and yeah. leaky valve covers or cam yeah, covers. The, it's it's <laughs> expensive. Um, I, I always, and I've done this. I, I bought, I, I, when I was sort of done with my carpentry phase of life where I was like, I, I, I was always like, I don't want to drive a truck. I don't want to drive a truck. I had to drive a truck. I don't want to drive a truck. I had to drive. And at some point I got like to the very end when I was when I met Jimmy or right, right, right about the time I met Jimmy and, and I was teaching boxing and stuff like that. I was like, all right, I don't need to drive a truck anymore. Like I'll drive something like a hatchback. And if I have to, I can put my tools in the back, you know, lay out the seat. And I could, if I have to take a couple of two-by-fours, I can slide them in between the seats and shut yeah. the hatch. But I'm no, I don't need a truck anymore. And I wanted something. And I always liked the old Toyota Supras, like the first gen. And I was like, first gen Toyota Supra. And I was like, okay, 
how much are these things like used in, in good condition? And like $5,000. And I was like, I got 2600 bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I'm going to buy the worst one I can possibly <laughs> find. And I did for like 2600 bucks. And then I proceeded to like change every single part on the yeah. car. Like, oh, the clutch is gone. And now yeah, the shocks yeah. are gone. Now the brakes are, the engine went. Like, I, I literally just did every single part. Yeah, on the then car. it cost you ten grand. You're right, easily. Yeah. So stupid. I should have just yeah. waited or got a Corolla. Right. Yeah. So I, I I agree with that, and I would say this guy's issue right now is is he's spending money to fix a broken car versus trying to earn more money. And I say go with whatever you need to do to start earning more money. So maybe get rid of this broken jalopy, sell it to a friend, take that money, and put it on a down payment, and get a, your used minivan, even if you only got to make six or eight payments on it to get by. But at least you can start earning money in your minivan by running for Uber or Lyft. And if that satisfies his work requirements, you know, at least he, and he gets something that's decent and reliable. Don't get the minivan you got to put ten grand into, like Adam is saying. Get the nicest one you can afford. And look, if he's doing his Uber thing and he's making a couple of bucks, maybe he can make a couple of payments. You know, maybe make six months of payments on it and sell his other thing for twelve hundred dollars or whatever to get the down payment on it. All yeah, right, at least he starts now. making money. Yeah. Right? Give us a Mustang update. The Mustang. I uh, came in this weekend uh, been again. Working on it been a working lot. on it, and uh, we did all the fuel lines and stuff on it, which was good. And then um, guys from Maximum Motorsports, I'm using all of their suspension pieces, and I put the new uh, K member in the front, which is all the front suspension stuff and holds the engine in. Got it. Uh, hung my plumb bobs. If you saw that on Instagram, hung my plumb I bobs. Saw that. Not and, on Instagram. Uh, I saw. Uh, it. Well, you came over and you saw it, and. Uh, Got it lined up. It's dead on balls accurate. So if this car doesn't drive straight, it's not because of the suspension I put in. It's definitely an alignment issue, but uh, it looks good. So uh, it's getting there. You know, I'm going to put the control arms on it this weekend and uh, uh, wrap up uh, just tucking away some of the fuel lines. Um, and then uh, and then it goes back down on the ground, and I think we start bolting on the supercharger and any uh etas to when i might get it's, my it's lift a, back um, speaking of lift yeah about dr- not driving with my lift <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a yeah. tough one no tipping yeah. involved over here boy <laughs> my my mom asked me the same thing when are you gonna get your mustang done it's like it only needs like eight or ten days of work i can't believe I, I, my parents are so horrible <laughs> my parents are so fucking horrible that when i hear normal parents yeah. interacting in normal ways like your mom going well, when's your car going to be done yeah. that sounds fantastical to me it's not even, yeah, because you're not even I, my mom has never said to me like what's going on with the 935 or, like she doesn't know what a 935 <laughs> is she doesn't know when i own a 935 yeah. she, she would never go like how many newman cars do you have yeah. like she would I, I could say to my mom i'm not gonna she could go let's go to brunch next weekend and i could go not going to be there. Going to be driving Newman's race car at Watkins Glen. And she'd go, all right, well, maybe the weekend after that. Yeah. And that, that would be the end of that. We would never so, wouldn't be like, no. what car or yeah. what race? Or She's like a little disappointed because it's inconvenient. You can't do it next weekend because you've got to go make money. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I told mom, it's like, yeah, it's eight or ten days of work to get everything done. But I work on it on the weekends and with SEMA and CODA and all these things coming up. I was like, I don't know what that means. Four months, maybe two months. I don't know. I had a weird thing, which is, if anyone's listening, if you're ever thinking about trying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a little fable, and I hope you'll stop trying. Okay. Which is, 
my mom and my my mom's a weirdo who doesn't show up or do anything or she lives four miles from here and you'll never see her you'll never hear her voice she never she doesn't like cars she doesn't like people i i I don't know what her thing is but just nobody's nobody's ever seen my mom right my never. mom lives eight years here she I've lives never up, seen she lives more than eight years never seen your she mom. lives down the street and it's not like oh matt's leaving right when mom's pulling up <laughs> mom's got the tacos and she's pulling up matt's just oh someone uh she has taillights yeah uh, he's gone yeah yeah you never seen my mom because she's never been here because she lives four miles from here which <laughs> is weird but uh, all right this is my family she's just fucked up that way like they're weird i have like sh- whole showrooms full of cars the other half they're making documentaries and there's just nothing it's a zero yeah. but you've never seen now you've seen my dad here when he was doing a podcast but when he's done losing money you've never seen my dad again and you've certainly never seen him over at the other cars or anything but my stepdad likes cars really <laughs> well, you've never seen him here either, but no. he does like cars. Okay. I think I think it's like one of those things where my mom is a conscientious objector, and I don't think he wants to jump to the – you know, he doesn't want to get Benedict Arnold and go see the cars. You know, he doesn't want to get in right. trouble. But also, I've never once heard you say something like, hey, Tom, my mom lives four miles away, and she's got a flat tire. Can you – you know, I'm busy. Can you swing over there real quick? Like that, Like that scenario, anything like that has never come up. Like we, nobody here has ever met. Right. What's again, (laughs) she lives four miles to my left and my dad lives six miles to my right. So why, why would you ever see these people? Other than uh, John Stewart and you, are there any other celebrities that she's even aware of? Maybe if they come in, we can just say, Hey, guess who's coming in? We got (sighs) a, yeah, John Stewart's ruined for her, but (laughs) now Jimmy's ruined for her. She used to like the Oscars too. And I ruined the Oscars for her. All right. But. My stepdad, my stepdad does like cars, and he's always liked cars. I never had a bunch of cars, but he had like a GTO when I was young, yeah. And all this and that. And he's he's not a bad guy. He doesn't talk, but he's not really bad. He's not a bad guy. He's a good guy who likes cars. And at some point, when I got in my adulthood, I thought, well. I'd done the Toyota Grand Prix five times. My dad's never been to one or knows what it is. I've been to Toyota Grand Prix five times. My mom's never been to one or knows what it is, even though they're, they're yeah. local. They're local. And then I thought, well, they don't know what it is because I don't even tell them. Like, I, it's not worth – I can't call my dad and go, hey, I got a new car. When do you when going to get down here? Bring the beer, old man, yeah. and we'll, we'll do a walk around. Like, there's no – you can't do that, my dad. So I just well, Toyota stop. Grand Prix gets a lot of like local news, so they never like just see you and the news in the morning. We're like, hey, you know, no, Carol and these guys. Uh, are maybe they do. I, I, I don't know. The question is always, I don't know because it's never been. They never, never said, hey, we saw you on the news. But I had a thought a few years back, Let's and all I go thought, there. I thought, uh, you know, why is my stepdad being punished? You know what I mean? Like yeah. he likes cars. He's not officially a Corolla. You know what I mean? He cavorts with the Corollas. He's a Corolla sympathizer, but he's not really a Corolla. <laughs> he's a normal dude. His family's from Texas. His dad was a builder, you know? Yeah. He worked and paid taxes and stuff. He's not a Corolla. Like, he pays taxes. He yeah, works, why, why you should know? He sh- why should he suffer? Yeah. Why should he suffer? <laughs> I feel a little bad for him so, now. So, <laughs> I think I called him about uh, two weeks before the 
the or they were over or whatever like two weeks before the Toyota Grand Prix and I, you know he said something like anything what's going on with the cars or something and I said I'm going to do the Toyota Grand Prix I'm going back as the defending celebrity champ yeah this time I'll be racing in the celebrity division and uh if you'd like to go I can get you a couple tickets and uh, a laminate or pass. Anything you, know? you want. You want to sit in the bleachers right. and drink beer, or do you want to come down and meet everybody? Anything yeah, you want. Exclusive drinking and yeah. sitting in the bleachers, drinking beer is another thing that's undoable for any <laughs> family member of mine. Just like but anything you want. Though, anything is what normal. You're but but anyway, car guy who's been eh, exiled because you're a Corolla, yeah. uh, you, you don't deserve to be punished. So come down and uh, hang out. I'll get you set up with laminates, whatever you need, parking passes. Bring mom if you like. And uh, then watch me race. And he said, uh, okay. And I said, okay. And I remember thinking, well, that wasn't that hard. I've never done anything like that (laughs) with my family before. But all right, good. That's what you call progress. Normally, I have a mode, which is I just don't tell them anything about anything ever. But you know what? Why not? See? There you go. See you on Saturday. So, uh, you know, 10 days went by and I got the, uh, I got the, I got like the call, like on a, like a, like a Thursday or Friday, like, uh, Hey, this is stepdad, John, uh, can't make it out on, on Saturday. Like nothing. He's retired. <laughs> he doesn't have anything to do, but watch my mom rot. <laughs> but he's like, I, I just, I can't, I can't come Saturday. Yeah, it doesn't say I got into an accident when I was trying to trim the tree and it fell off the ladder yeah. or something. It's just like I can't come Saturday. Like, okay. Do so you I'm, want that? Do you okay. want the excuse? I mean, no, no, I don't want the excuse. Matter, I just remember thinking, well, shame on me for asking. Yeah. I shouldn't have never. This is my fault for asking. <laughs> I, see, so, so I was like, look, I'm in the pro division. I'm probably not going to win anyway. Who cares? So they didn't go, and they never go. And by the way, it's good. Streak alive. Five Toyota Grand Prix, zero yeah. Corollas. Look, by the way, I say kudos for calling because I'm always the guy who's like, who, you know, we've only got a few tickets, and we promise that I hate it when like, you, you're going to get a ticket, and then they don't show up. Right. And now somebody's at home going, I really yeah. wanted to go. <laughs> you know, so good yeah, they're, for the they're call. They're thoughtful. Yeah. They're thoughtful I appreciate people. the call. So uh, I said, uh, yeah. All right. I just like, okay. So then we went. Then I ended up winning the pro division. And it was either the following day, like Sunday, or a week later. I can't remember. But my mom had a come by, uh, make fun of John Stewart, talk about brand muffins and see the kids on the schedule. <laughs> and my mom and John, like, came by. My mom and my stepdad. And we're, like, outside by the pool. And uh, she said, like, so how the thingy they never by the way no one my family knows what anything is like how'd the car thingy go by the boat there like they don't have something going on there it would be like what is you mentioned a thing and i'm asking about it because that's what i'm supposed to do the dude show (laughs) is that still on the comedy show (laughs) network the comedy station what's that called like literally like is the puppet 
crankers? Uh, is that still on the <laughs> the puppet crankers? <laughs> that's still on the comedy station. Yeah. What is the what numbers the comedy? I was like this one. Like you're four years in. Like what numbers the comedy station? We don't know what <laughs> what, what what number John. What numbers that? It's like okay, I'm clearly a huge fan of <laughs> of my work. Like, you don't know what number it is. Like we don't have cable. Like, but she said something like, "What what happened with the car thing or something?" Yeah. And I said, "Well, actually, I I came back. I ran in the pro division, and I want." And she said, "Like, hold on, hold on. Let me." John was like getting something out of the car, and she said, "Hold on, let's wait for John. Like, John will probably want to know. He's a car guy. He'll want to know about the car thing." And I said, "Okay." So we like talked about brand muffins for a few minutes, and then like John sat down, and my mom went like, "So." Um, <clears throat> Dorothy moved up north and she's thinking about <laughs> writing a children's book. And I was like, oh, we're moving on? Yeah. And like, we moved right on and that was it. You put in all that brand muffin time <laughs> sure. for nothing. And we started talking more about places you could get brand muffins. <laughs> and that was the end of that. And I realized, well, I shouldn't have tried, right? That's right. Is that the moral <laughs> I, of the story? I, lesson Never learned. Try. You know, you eh. touch a hot stove when you're a kid, you get burnt. Yeah. You don't do it ever again. <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very intrigued in any human being where you say something like, um, you know, like they go, how'd you get that black guy? And you go, dirigible accident. And they go, oh, man, there you go. And they, like, start, <laughs> they walk away. Like, like, Wait a minute. They'll go like, they'll, like, people say to me, like, how do you know Paul Newman? I go, I have his race cars and I race them. I just raced one last weekend. And they go, Okay. I'm going to get more Fresca. Do you want a Fresca? And it's like, you have no questions about <laughs> yeah, right? racing. Death of, no follow-up at all? It's weird because, like, my questions would be like, what do you mean race? Like, is yeah. it in a real race What's or an old-timey race? Or? And then, you know, there's always that, you know, like on the street, there's always that like, question. Can you like drive a street on the car? street? Yeah. yeah. No follow-up questions Nothing with the all. Corollas. But maybe mom has a really good brand muffin blog that you don't know about. <laughs> yeah, I may not be following her brand muffin blog. <laughs> Forza Motorsport 7 on Xbox One, man. Out. uh, It's out now, right? That game is fantastic. Exclusively for Xbox One and uh, Windows 10. Collect and race 700-plus cars, man, including Le Mans winning Shelby, Cobra, Daytona, Coupe. We know about that car with our friend Pete Brock. Yeah. Get the Ford GT is seen in my movie, The 24-Hour War. Let's check that out. Gorgeous graphics, 4K resolution, 60 frames per second, 30 famous destinations, including Laguna Seca. We were there not too long ago. Sonoma. We were there not too long ago. Mm-hmm. The aforementioned Long Beach. Man, my parents are camped out. In the, they're in the infield right there. My dad gets the big camper. <laughs> He's got car cast. He, he didn't have the car. He didn't have the Winnebago painted, but he had it. He had it uh, wrapped. The CarCast logo, he'll oh, yeah. be up there drinking his cold ones with his binoculars, shirt off, up top, folding chair, man. He loving it, man. <laughs> He's, it's a little obnoxious, I got to say, man. I got, it's like, I'm like, hey, it's embarrassing because you know, I'm old yelling man. I, and I can't breathe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew my space <laughs> over there. You know what I mean? I got to get in the car. I got to get my head straight. You're telling me about all these tips about apexing and I think some downshift. He went and looked at my tack. <laughs> He's just like trying to help. Like they did in Days of Thunder. Went right. pressed the tack memory button. It shot up to 8,500. Like, I hate hey, it man, when he does that. You're over-revving this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Watkins Glen, Monza, Nürburgring. Yep, my dad's on at all those legendary tracks. You can buy the digital version, get the Hoonigan car pack featuring our friend Ken Block, man. His 1965 Mustang, the Hoonicorn. You get it for free. Forza Motorsport 7 out now. As we speak, we love that about you. 
All right, Minneapolis Music Hall, Friday. That is coming up uh, October 13th. That's this Friday, right? Also, uh, this Saturday, Polk Theater. October. Next, next week. Next oh, next? Week. Sorry, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Isn't it this? Yeah, because today next? is Friday, so oh, next Friday. Oh, today's Friday. Yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, the next. Right. Uh, 14th, October. That's uh, Polk Theater in uh, Nashville. Also, me and Dennis Prager, King's Theater, Wednesday, November 29th. You can uh, check that out in the uh, in the uh, Brooklyn, New York area. And uh, we got live shows everywhere. Bakersfield, Knoxnard are uh, coming up. Uh, you can also uh, check us out at SEMA, like we said. And you should go to the website and just find out where we're going to be, when we're going to be there, and all that kind of stuff. And you can meet Matt in Irvine, the uh, GT Technique. Is it Technique? Technic. Technic, sorry. Oktoberfest. That's tomorrow. So get out there, Irvine. Uh, have a have a cold one. Say hi to our own Matt. Wish him a happy birthday. Had it uh, last weekend. Have your Newman car out there. Hell, the Newman cars, yeah, yeah the, the freshly restored Newman cars out there. Yep. My mom, when the truck pulled up, was standing in front of the gate, like, where's that? Well, That's I, not going anywhere. I'm like, picking her up. She's going with me to the event. <laughs> okay. Because the, the deal is, is wherever the car goes. That's the deal. She's there. Yeah. All right. Good. Uh, and you can support the show. Go to carcastshow.com. Click to our Amazon banner and all that good stuff. Follow Matt at Motorator. Facebook us and Twitter us and Instagram us at CarCast Show. Until next time, this is Adam Carolla for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.